welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast podcast here at GCT. Today we have myself, of course, Wah Wah, and Brian, yep. bigger Wah Wah, bigger Wah We do have Christina. She's here. She's here for uh, you know more than one reason, and we have Eileen today. Hey. Yeah. It's a return yeah, for Eileen. The pod it's, as well. It's been a while. Triumphant return. Glad to be back. We'll throw some applause in there. Do you remember your last? Uh, I sort of remember what we talked about. It was. I remember being interviewed well, about know. favorite gifts. It's probably around the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't remember any of that. It must have been a high alcohol content day. You had been pre-gaming before I got there. I do remember oh, that. Yeah. I have been today, but not as much, thankfully. Yeah. So Roland has a concert, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> but then I'll be back to hear the, you know, the side fest that is Brian. Sip and sigh, as we call it. Yep, yeah. Sip and sigh. Sip and sigh. Exactly. Yes. If he does, he'll get uh-huh. smacked in the head with a tack hammer. So I'm very concerned about the lead actress in this show and her performance. And the director won't be far from you, so you might get a drumstick shoved in your ear. That's true. Like that, so. Anyway, since Eileen was like the eight-armed creature playing 20 different instruments in Bright Star. It's true. You, know, you get to relax in this show. <laughs> she just gets to sit and watch, right? Well, it's a welcome break. Yeah, exactly. So... And so uh, I'll turn it over to uh, to Brian to uh, ask some questions. Eileen is our director of our show that will be opening this Friday. We're recording on Monday the 23rd of May. So this Friday the 27th. May 27th. Uh, 100 days. Regional premiere. Exactly. Yeah, this is yeah. our fourth in a row regional premiere. Yes. We so. should not do four regional premieres in a row ever again. <laughs> Let's not do that. Yeah, so, uh, but it, it is our fourth in a row. Yes. Uh, don't know what we were drinking or smoking the day we picked those, but so it's you, another so, great show. Uh, Chris, Christina was here the day we found this show. Do you remember that day at all, Paul? Uh, I just said I don't remember holiday episode of this uh, show, so I probably don't remember that. Yeah. So what do you recall about that day, Christina, when we picked this show out? I remember us putting it on, and at some point everyone was crying. I, I don't remember. I looked around the office, and at one point... During the recording, at least like everyone was like, that could have been some dad jokes that Brian told. Yeah, cause so, but yes, I, I think it's coming back to me now. So I think that was an eighty. If you guys do remember, we were, uh, looking at a show called um, One Hit Wonder. Yes, that is true. Uh huh. And it, its lack of score was very concerning because we couldn't hear any of the songs as they were written in the show. And yes. But how does it sound in the show? And so we really wanted it to work out, but none of us were really buying it because we couldn't hear it. Right. And so then like on Play Scripts owns both, or Broadway Publishing owns both of these. And so we, I just kept scrolling down the screen and just clicked on a couple songs. I think, I think it was the song Vows. I was like, holy crap, this is good. And we should, uh, we should look at this much harder. And then I bought the soundtrack. And uh, then that day we listened to it all in the show. And then we quickly realized that everyone in the show had to play. And then we were like, 
who in town could actually pull this off? And like, I know the only person it could be, and that was our wonderful Eileen Quo. Y'all flatter me. Yes. But I am glad that you all chose this show instead of One Hit Wonder. I think that was the right call, <laughs> probably by far. So, first question to you, Eileen. Um, I assume that prior to our experience with it and proposing the show to you, you weren't familiar with it. What was your, walk us through your first exposure to the show and upon hearing it, how you felt about it, your first listen through. So my first exposure to the show was just giving it a, a listen through after you had um, suggested that I go check it out. And my first impression of it was, oh my gosh, this music is really good. I mean, it's, it's moving, it's got good grooves, it just feels good to listen to, it gels. You can tell the people that are making the music um, connect well with each, with each other and love each other. Um, and I could tell just kind of from the story, um, you know, that, that it had a really moving message, you know, that, um, you know, it's, it's really a, a celebration of uh, spending quality, good time with each other and really making the time that we have together meaningful. Um, I guess on the first pass through, I wasn't as clear, you know, in terms of the story until I was able to read the script, you know, what um, what the premise was of why why we're asking the question, what would you do if you only had 100 days? But that was something I hadn't really thought about before, you know, if I had to, if I knew that there was a countdown, if I knew I only had 100 days left with, say, you know, my husband, what, what would I do? How would I even think about that? So... Um, yeah, that, that was kind of my first impression of it, was just that it was really great music with a good, um, I guess, philosophical premise. Hmm. Um, Christina. Yes. When you listened to it the first time, did you think at the time, hey, I'm going to sing that part one day? No. That was I fast. No. No. no, no, I was terrified of the score. Knee-jerk answer. No. no, I'm very musical theater. Listen. I love singing with a live band, and I like singing rock and roll, and um, I, but I have a little musical theater voice, so singing this is terrifying for me. And how, at what point did the two of you kind of get together, and, or at what point did you, in your process, be like, hmm, Christina, that's who I need for this? Oh, from the very beginning. For the first time you heard it? Immediately. It was always Christina. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> no, I mean, and it's it boggles my mind that you that you would have had any doubts. Terrified. Oh my gosh, because terrified to death. After Lizzie, you know, I'm um, I know, I know, but like, Lizzie is still very. It's rock and rolly, but it's like musical theater rocky. Like it's it's that like, screlty, very forward, healthy placement. That's my wheelhouse. That's where I'm comfortable. I'm like growling and things in this show. Oh, that yeah. like, honestly, quite frankly, probably until I had my like most recent voice change, probably wouldn't have been able to do. Okay. So it's different. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's cool though. I, I mean like, stuff. yeah, I am loving that's it. My I just knew if there was a single person in all of Memphis who could do this music in a way that was as healthy as possible for the voice and give it the power and the rawness that it needed to be, that, it, I mean, it was always you, Christina. I mean, that That's was, so sweet. I'm going to cry. I won't, but I want to. <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> 
Uh, I've also had the pleasure of directing Christine in a show, and she's so lovely to work with. If you enjoyed uh-huh. your time directing her. Oh, yeah. What if she said no or no? <laughs> I think they're trying to get you to cry. Yeah. Yeah. She's been a total to What if she was like, actually? She showed a side of herself I've never seen. <laughs> I thought I knew her. <laughs> to, uh, talk about the rest of your cast. I mean, we know how wonderful and perfect Christina is, apparently. Uh, uh, what about everybody else? No one else can leave up, live up to uh, Christina, right? No, of course not. Schmucks. Good lord! <laughs> Dying. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna. So uncomfortable. We're gonna clip that and put it online for the the cast to hear. Yeah. No. So. Christina and a bunch of schmucks. That's the new, new Ooh. show. She likes it though. <laughs> yes, it is. That is what we're called from now on. Yeah. No. The rest of the cast has been. I mean, just beautiful to work with. I mean, the literal dream team. Um, you know, Eric Schultz, who plays um, Sean Bankson, has been absolutely delightful. I can't think of a more perfect person for this role. And he and Christina's onstage chemistry is unmatched. It's so cute, I could barf every night. Um, He's precious, though. We get along like gangbusters. Like, this whole cast, actually, we all get along so well. It's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good group of good eggs. Good eggs whose individuality all come together just in the most perfect way. Um, I mean, they all could, you know, they're all artists in their own right and could be their own solo artists of their own style and type, but come together, you know, come together in, um, you know, the, the show band, the Bangsons. I mean, it's just, you know, they gel well together, they play well together. Um, they sound like they've been a band forever. Um, it's just been awesome. So outside of Eric and Christina, who else you got? I've got Diana Mitchell. Um, a delight. Delightful person. Kind of love her. Uh, her solo in this show is the, I mean, it's, it's, it's a banger. It's, yeah, your it's whole so face good. will melt all the way off. So good. Um, Jay Goff plays the drums. Kenneth Gillespie plays the viola. Ashley Witten Copera plays the accordion. And she learned it for this show, right? She literally picked up the accordion and learned it. You would never know either. She's so good. <laughs> you would think she's just been playing it all along. You really would. Honestly, she looks like she owns it and mm-hmm. has just has grown up playing this thing. Um, amazing. And then Wes Parker plays bass. And keys. Is it That's the band. Six. Yeah. Christina, for you, uh, so the Bingsons are like real people. Yes. And they're like alive and stuff. They it's are. It's not like playing someone that's, you know, been dead 50 years. No. What challenges does that present to you as a performer, knowing that these people are out there and living their life, and how does that inform your performance? Well, I think all of us have spent at least some amount of time, like, researching them, watching some of their other performances, watching some of the stuff that they've done through Actors Theater of Louisville during COVID, which is very, very cool. They did like this whole um, From Their House concert series, and it's they're very precious, like lovable humans. So it's really fun to portray their story. And they really just, you can just tell that they adore the heck out of each other and everything. I feel like that's kind of what all of us have tried to come back to 
in any given moment in our show is like, how do we tell the the love story between these people? But it's really fun. It's not like I don't know. I think they would like. I think they would like our show. I think they would too. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you guys have made it your own in a way yeah. that's a oh, lot sure. separate from the real bangsins. But yeah. I mean, all in all, like you said, it just comes back to expressing love. I mean, the show is yeah. all about love, and you guys embody yeah. that. With it's fun to tell their story. It's a very relatable one for anyone that has lived through mental health issues, trauma, self-doubt, and all of the things that go into loving someone through that. So, like, you know, I love talking about mental health. I'm no stranger to that. So it's been, you know, it's cool. It's easy material to connect to. It's not easy material, but it is relatable to everyone. So... It's been, when did we read the show the first time, Paul? Do you remember? Uh, it was during the early stages of COVID. Oh, it was, mm. uh, so 20, so it was 20-ish? Yeah, mm-hmm. the first half of 2020. So it's been a while since I've read Right, we proposed it for the next season that was coming up in 20-21. Yep. And then it got pushed, obviously, another season and now into the end of two seasons later. Yeah. So it's been a while since I've read the script. I have read the script, but I've read it long enough that I completely mm-hmm. forgot it. Yeah, so, that's fair. Um, just for myself and for our eight listeners, walk us through the plot of the show. What is what is this show? Is it so? Is it is it um, a concert with words? Is it a words with a concert? What's what's happening? Yes, this show. I'll All of the up. above. Yeah, it's. I would say it's like a concert experience with theatrical elements that convey a philosophical mood. Yeah. It's concert. It's storytelling. It's both. Oh, yes. you, you kind of hinted at the, the theme. is like you have 100 days left. How does that come about? Why is that question asked in the show? Well, so I guess without <laughs> revealing too much, mm. um, well, the, the show basically is the story of Sean and Abigail Bankson meeting each other and falling in love in this sort of rapid love affair. I mean, they, you know, met and were immediately in love and taken with each other and wanted to spend every minute together. But they have a moment where Abigail has to grapple with the possibility of Sean being hurt or, you know... I guess, losing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's something where it, it called back to, um, you know, a dream that she had had and, uh, and I guess, uh, called back to uh, past trauma that she had had. And, um, you know, thus her having to consider what she would do if she lost him. Um, and so that, that's kind of how the, the question comes about, you know, and her having to, I guess deal with loving him um, despite despite that trauma. And it's, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a quick story, right? It's uh, mm-hmm. like 80 to 90 minutes. Is that sound yeah. about right? Yeah, about 80 minutes, yeah. It's a pretty quick journey for everyone. Yeah. Um, what is, as a director, what's been your most challenging obstacle, I don't know if obstacle is the right word, what's been the most challenging aspect as a director with working with this show? I guess I would say it, it's been challenging in that it's not like you have a plot 
that gets you cleanly from point A to B. There's not, you know, X, Y, Z concrete things that happen. It's you're moving through the moods and thoughts and feelings of two people and conveying that through songs and also a sequence of, you know, dreamlike, uh, I guess, dialogue and, you know, um, I guess theatrical elements. Um, and so my challenge was how do I use the stage and the actors and the elements and the music to, to I guess, convey that, that feeling and that mood. And it's, it's, that's, that's been, been different. different. Um, um, and hopefully, hopefully we, we were successful, successful in that, that I, guess I guess we will think. Um, but I think so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. And, yeah, I would say that's been, that's been challenging because I felt like I had to cut all of the visual elements of this out of whole cloth. I mean, there wasn't, you know, something to reference that had existed before that I was able to watch, you know, True. to, I guess, get a reference for how it's been done before. I mean, sometimes that's, that's a blessing and or a curse to know what other people have done. Sometimes you don't want to know and you don't want to copy it too close. So I guess I've been lucky that I haven't, uh, been bogged down with any of that, but also it's sort of like you, you see a scene and you think, well, well, shoot, what do you do? Yeah, what do with that? Um, but I'm thrilled with how it's all come together, and I think the the cast has really gotten the material and what it needs to be, and how to how to tell the story. So it's that's been that's worked out beautifully. Um, so I've been I've been just beyond blessed. I mean, it's I'm, it's worked out really well. I know we we selected the show, and Christina and I were talking about this earlier today. Um, there hadn't been a production yet in which the Bingsons had not starred in it. And she said, since that point, there has been a few productions yeah. that have. But um, as a, a team, knowing how few people have told this story, is that an extra layer of pressure on you guys, you think? Uh, how, how does that make you feel about the importance of telling the story as the Bingsons would have wanted you to? Oh, certainly there's quite a bit of pressure, you know, just... <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I certainly think about what what they would hope it would be. But on the other hand, it's been a little liberating. Um, you know, just that we get to tell it how the material strikes us. Um, I think we've been able to exercise a lot of freedom with um, with the script and with the, with the music, so. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun doing a project where it's like, I've seen a thousand productions of Into the Woods and we're going to do Into the Woods like Bernadette Peters and it's going to be the same show and there, there's not it's not even an option for this. <laughs> there is no recording of 100 Days that I have been able to find. Um, there's nothing. It's a blank slate, which is scary, but also really, really, really cool. I enjoy working on things that no one has touched around me. So to the theater goers of Memphis then, who clearly know this story, you, you, the two of you in this yeah. room know this story more than, better than anyone else in this town. Probably so. Um, what do the theater goers, theater lovers, concert lovers even of Memphis, what do they yeah. need to know? What will they be missing out on if they don't come see this beautiful production? Mm. Oh my God, so much though. Um, I mean, 
it's just a story for anyone. It's universal love story. It's all of the like fears and insecurities that all of us experience and don't always know how to articulate. But then it's wrapped up in this like beautiful folk punk, really rockin' soundtrack with a really intense, awesome live band. It just, I feel like it appeals to such a wide array of people. Like if you really like going to concerts, you're gonna love this. If you really like like beautiful storytelling, you're gonna love this. There's like something for everybody. Also, this might be one of the most, if not the most rock and roll thing that might have ever been on this stage. I'm guaranteed. guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> like the light show alone. Oh Lord. And that's just a piece of all of yeah. the things. I mean, cause that's one side element mm-hmm. compared to all the things you just said, Christina. I mean, yeah, but the, I mean, the lights are, it's seen. beautiful to look at. Good Lord. Yeah. So this is going to be more rocking than our upcoming production of Smoke on the Mountain? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> more rocking? Yeah, probably. probably. More rocking, probably, probably, yes. By a few orders of magnitude, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> a little bit. No, By that, you mean slightly different. Jesus. Is what yes, is, right? absolutely, yes. It, uh, we talk about him sometimes. So <laughs> will this be the heaviest rocking show in Memphis of all time? Of all time? Can you think of a heavier rocking show that's been produced in the mm. Memphis Shelby County area? I cannot. Mm-mm. This is it. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean truly, this what about, is yeah. more than rock. rock does it rock more than Rock of Ages? Yes. Oh my, oh my gosh! Don't even start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll yeah. be able. Rock of Ages is cute. Rock of Ages is theater people doing it's rock and roll. But it's theater. But it's theater. Yeah. It's a jukebox musical. It's a jukebox musical with also, a lot. Nice. You'll be able to hear the band. <laughs> Yeah. That I can also yeah. tell you. That's true. Or the they are right there with you. We hear everything. This year will be the best rock concert Germantown has ever seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know where that bar currently is. I, I would like it might be assume kind of low, it's low, but, but um, you know. But I'm still going to double down anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't think GPEC <laughs> does a lot of rock concerts over there. No. But they should. They should. I, think I, I don't disagree, but they just, rock. they know their, their market, so. Well, they sure do. They know their market. So, but even above it's not a show of rocks and blunts. It's just rock. Okay? <laughs> All right, guys, final words. Anything? What, what do you want to leave us with today about this show, if anything? Have we said everything we need to say? I think this is a beautiful love story and rock concert that is just absolutely not to be missed. And the cast is doing beautiful and amazing work. And I think I hope I hope you all will enjoy it so much. I know I do. I've, I can't get enough of watching these guys every night. Um, they make me feel new things every time I watch it. Um, and it's just beautiful. So I hope you all come and I hope you all enjoy it. Please come. Buy tickets. Yes. Come see the schmucks. Come see the schmucks. Christina and, and the Christina. schmucks. Come see the queen, the queen of the schmucks. I'm saying, I mean, support the schmucks. <laughs> That's the capital campaign of the show. We love it. We love to so, see it. No, it's, uh, we appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to uh, discuss the show with us. Anytime. And tickets are available. Uh, call us up here at the theater. Get on gctcomeplay.org. Buy tickets there. <clears throat> Come up to the theater and see us if you're that kind of old school and do that. We do not accept carrier pigeons for tickets, but 
you know, we'll try. We might. Yeah. I might try it. I like pigeons. Yeah. I mean, if they like get the right window, they might get a ticket. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Go to Brian's window. He likes when animals come to the I window. I do enjoy He's lonely. Squirrels. <laughs> I have pigeons, a lot of squirrels hanging out. All kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, he might even have his dog up here so that the dog mm. can shake the pigeon to death. Um, That's true. So, um, real quick, before we go, um, so I have a couple of community theater stories of the day. Oh. Just to, uh, you know, get a laugh. We'll call it that. And one of these, the second one I'll say... I can't, I can't wait, wait to see, see Christina's, Christina's reaction to it. Oh, boy. Uh, so Christina has the best reaction. But here's the first one. So just, these are just, you know, ha-ha. You know, they come from our friends at, I don't know if they're friends. They're at notalwaysright.com. But there's just stories submitted. So here was one. Hey, my friend. That uh, <laughs> was called, The Need to Manscape Does Not Make You a Man. Oh, my. Mm. That's the name of the story. Mm -mm. The setup is a group of teenagers is in the theater to see the show. Three of them approach the bar. Two order Cokes and one orders a beer. I say, sure, could I just see your ID? Boy says, oh, I'm 18. This is in the UK. Me, okay, I will still need to see your ID before I can give you the beer. He pulls down the neck of his T-shirt and says, but I have chest hair. <laughs> Cute. That's the payoff. I like it. So, yeah. yeah. If someone, someone's probably done that here at the GCT bar. Um, I can think of one person who would, to, to you at least. Um, who? So here's the second one. Who's pulling down their shirt I'm to me? I'm not saying it on air. Is it your guy? child? Your what child? guy would be? Hand Might be somebody who likes to show you other things in the locker room. Oh. Sometimes. Okay. No I bet more. that's happening. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You, I'm good. Yeah. You don't want to keep talking no, about it? No, I don't. Let's sure. Yep. Okay. So here's the next one. Apparently, there's a fine line. That's what it's called. One summer, I'm the director and choreographer for half of a musical review. Our part is full of comic opera, so it involves several preteens. They're fun to work with on stage, but more than a little entitled offstage. Is that ringing any bells, Christina? Hmm. Dress rehearsal day arrives, and I set my things in the room reserved for the cast. After going to pick up a prop for one of the songs, I come back to find one of the preteens zipping up my purse. I say, what are you doing with my bag? Preteen, I was looking for my phone. She's holding her phone in one hand and has the other hand in her pocket. I say, it wasn't in my bag. What else did you find? She pulls out a $300 iPad. I say, I worked hard for the money to buy that and bought it last week. Put it back and don't ever touch my things again. Preteen sulking says, well, it's not like you really wanted it. She and her sisters were three of the kids of a successful restaurateur and had their own iPods already. They were not invited back. Man. So how does that make you feel? Poopy. Do you feel the faith in, you know, student productions by hearing stuff like that? <laughs> I mean... So we'll leave it at that. But children we, are angels. We one other never. thing, since Christina's here, yeah. Brian is dead. Uh, no. Yes. Wow. Music. Bring it. Dad. Oh, do it jokes. quick. She runs away. Dad. 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 Jokes. Hey. Question for you. For Visceral reactions. I don't like you being on this so. side either, because normally I have computer monitors. That's right. I get to just stare at you in the eyes. Oh. It's amazing. So, why should men go to Target to pick up women? Mm -mm. Because they're already there getting things they don't need. Oh. 
I hate that one more than I have ever hated anything <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it's so good, it makes you want to fart. No. That's what we're going to call dad jokes now. Slow even for you. Worst thing I've but ever heard. you said heard. it earlier. You said something is so good it makes me want to fart. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to foam out the mouth. So I met my wife on Tinder. No. That was awkward. <laughs> this is the Monday Sci-Fest. This, this is, uh, this, mm, is the mm. this is every pod. Yeah. Uh, and I'm only, uh, just one more. Okay, one, one more. more. One more. I've, I've, you know, I've started telling people about the benefits of dried grapes. It's all about raising awareness. I mildly liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, you know, 0.5 for three. Uh, that? That's good. Because like you mildly like that one. So because we close every pod this mm. way, we'll give everyone a chance. Do you have a closing rant Mm-mm. about anything? No. Or do you want <laughs> a hand, a happy rant? Happy rants like only. Like someone helped me. I only want happy rants someone today in my, my hash in my ears. Someone paid for my McDonald's the other day. I was yeah. happy. My rant is that I only want to hear happy. <laughs> I'm oh. tired. Have a happy. Okay. So, yes. Bring your hand. It's a happy and a cute. Okay. So my dear husband um, got UBs to go for me last night because he knew I would be at rehearsal mm. late. And he was like, do you want anything from there? And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, cheeseburger tots. And um, so and I always get home. Um, after he's already gone to bed. So when I got home last night, um, my my cheeseburger was in the fridge, and he was in bed. And also in the fridge was his book, because he had gone to UBs, I guess, by himself to read his book, and then just refrigerated his book with, oh, with the cheeseburger and went to bed. And wow. it was just the cutest thing to find. He's so brush. <laughs> Good job, Nate. Like a whole book on top of the cheeseburger. It was just... I, Sweet. Another real good egg. Yeah. Yeah. He's and must be protected at all costs. <laughs> truly. Yes. Truly, though. Yes. Brian, do you have a hand or a rant? I have a hand. You know I have a rant. I have a happy rant. <gasps> yes. Okay. My dreams. Air supply was freaking amazing. <laughs> we're saving Ooh, that for the next Air time. supply. It's one of the best things I've so seen in my life. And... If you ever get the opportunity to see them in concert, which it's getting lower and lower by the day because they are not young. They on the better side of the are great in person. And they rocked so much harder than they had any right to. It was hilarious. So they come out and like everyone in the band is like, they're not 30 yet. So it's like 25 year olds, it's like four 25 year old dudes. And they're just jamming and rocking out as hard as they can. And then, you know, here come, here come the 65-year-olds. They just killed it. And it was a lot of fun to watch. And uh, I had such a wonderful time with your wife, Paul. That yes. Hey-oh. I had a wonderful time with yours. <laughs> yes. Um, and what size were the T-shirts that you tried to buy? That was the. That, that. I would like to rant about that. Don't be coming to town with your concert T-shirts and only have size small. I needed mm. an air supply t-shirt, extra large, and you only had size small, and I'm very upset. Only the shorter lead singer of air supply could have worn that shirt. Yeah, the, Man. Only, the only, yes, absolutely. But thankfully, Paul's wife did, uh, did buy t 
T-shirts for yeah, all of us. Yeah, getting the emails about orders while you were there. That's right. So Paul will have Paul, myself, and Jocelyn all have uh, air supply T-shirts on the way. Y'all are very cute. She ordered one for you. I didn't see it in there. Okay. You have to wear it. I might have lost it. So. Hmm. Not an option. You wear I, it. Yeah. I'll wear it on the same day. I will day. wear mine proudly because you will wear it so together. Good. If I have it, I will wear Match. it. I told you I would. Yeah, so. we'll wear it the same day yeah. with our matching jackets. Yes. And we will make people question a lot of things when we're together. Were alive, I, would make you go I don't think there's a lot of questions. As a result, I don't know. Because you had to go see Air Supply. I hate Rush so much. I know, but only two thirds are still around. So otherwise, I'd make you. I make. Maybe I'll make you watch concert footage of Rush. No, no. You and I'll buy you a shirt and tell you you have to wear it. No. I have two of them. So. You would see Air Supply over Rush? Absolutely. Yes. Right. Thank you. I cannot stand what? Rush. Here comes I, what? Nobody ever accused him of having good taste. Oh, my. Tom Sawyer Who is. Who rocks harder, Rush or Air Supply? Tom Sawyer is Rush one of the worst songs like I've ever heard. It, I ever. hate Tom Sawyer. Well, that's probably the only Rush song you've ever heard then. Oh my God! I think I've heard more. I'm but that song so turns me off. So things. there are better songs. This was supposed to be a happy rant. Yeah. yeah. Hey, mine was happy until Paul just said, "I'm going to make you go see Rush." Hey, this is technically I'm your fault. I'm sitting in the lake and I pull people in. I don't. Mm. I don't claim to pull people. I'm not a lifeguard. So cool. I, I won't. I was very I happy just, with air supply, and I was just sharing my joy. And then Paul has to pee I all just, over it. Yeah, I I pissed in his weedies, so I will not have another rant. So. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, come see 100 Days. It'll be on starting this Friday, the 27th, for three weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows. And if, you know, you're really good, Brian may say, well, we'll do another one, but we'll see. So yeah. We'll have a uh, signature drink, too, right? Yes, we yeah. will. That was, that was what uh, Paul and we want to say what were figuring called? out when I was at Air Supply. Do we want to say what it's called or wait till sure. people show up? It's three-legged dog, right? Yep. A three-legged yeah. dog. Yep. Delicious. It sounds yummy. Did we taste it? Yes. Did I taste too much of it? Yes. Um, <laughs> I got a little well, you myself. You had to, you know, refine it and make sure oh, I, that yeah. our patrons get the best experience. That's one word for Quality assurance yeah. is so, very important. It is. Will I consume more? Perhaps. Oh, yes. Uh, Friday. Uh, we'll get this posted probably by Wednesday. Oh, yeah. But Friday, opening at reception, we're going to have a uh, wonderful reception with Vanelli's <gasps> and Marco's food. Nice. So Yum. Get, uh, come get your belly full after watching a great show. And drink tasty. We'll, uh, we'll have champagne and stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. So, And we'll make Excited. you a three-legged dog. Yes. Absolutely. Nice. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you, Christina. Okay. It's going to be a great show. Very much looking forward to it. So, Where's my uh, thanks? I, no. Please. Hey, Christina just vetoed. Not anymore. Things, not not so. after you revealed yourself as a Rush hater. Exactly. I, I will wear my Rush, one of them tomorrow here to the office, just to spite you. Cool. That? Spite. So, thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.